Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's the local Pete shot. What are you doing with your foot? Tapping away. Tapping away. While you're doing a little monkey impression. I think it was more of a gorilla impression. <laughs> yeah. Not, it's not deep enough to be a gorilla. It's a chimp. Oh, I can't it's a chimp. help my lungs. It's a chimp. All right, it's a chimp. It's an asthmatic Chimps chimp. Chimps are quite high. Got... <laughs> As- asthmatic chimp. Asthmatic chimp. A dog, the dog uh, that I had access to, um, that my heart that I have access to is broken by yeah. uh, who, who, who recently died uh, when he found a big rock on the on the beach that he really loved he'd sort of go <laughs> oh. like a chimp like really yeah. excited I feel so sad about your dog dying I do too it was uh, it was a difficult uh, time and it continues to be a difficult time yeah it's, it's a really sad thing and it's like it's not that you said something really interesting to me earlier when we were talking about it you said I said that some people who I know have spoken to and have said that you know, losing the dog is is actually harder for them than certain family members because they spend so much time with the dog and the rest of it. Mm. And you said that it's because human beings have got agency or are perceived to have all this agency mm. and dogs haven't, so therefore you have to look after them. And it's made me it's quite poignant and it made me really sad. Mm. And the reason it made me sad is because you I don't come to you for poignancy normally. No, it, so it, it felt it, more if impactful. You, if you catch yourself if you catch yourself at the wrong moment when you're not expecting a bit of poignancy from me. Yeah. Peter's poignancy moment. It made me feel like there is something, there is something there in is there. There is something in there. There's something like, I sat you down, down and gave you a little Jerry Springer's thought for the day. And then it just made me think about my two cats who I love so dearly. Mm. And obviously at some point they're going to pass away. But cats live for ages longer though, don't they? They're in the t- don't they no, live to the 20s, don't I they? I think they live... No, no, no. It's roughly the same as small dogs. So Buckley oh, was so, like 15, right? Yeah. So I think 15's probably... Really? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was older yeah. than that. And they're both eight. Right, yeah, yeah. And they've, got, been, yeah. And they've been like such a great... They've been such great companions throughout different mm. phases of my life. Well, I sort of look... Because you've got another dog and, and, and you sort of go, oh, they are different, aren't they? And the love I had for Buckley, it's a different kind of love for Lola. So Lola can't replace... I no. thought, well, it's all right, Lola will be around. It's not, it's it's not, not the same. same. I mean, and very different energies. How's Lola taking it? 
Well, she it was there was shared uh, stewardship of, of of that dog, so they didn't spend quite as much time as they possibly could do. So I think, I mean, you know, the, the dog got put down, and uh, and uh, Lola um, celebrated by licking her fanny. So. Yeah, but that's room. just what a so, I mean, does, I know, I know. I just thought, why are you so, she'll why never change. Why do you change. use a phrase like that? She'll never change. Why do you use a phrase? This is the thing, see, you pull back from poignancy and go completely the other way. The pendulum just yeah. swings. I know, there, there were so many horrible moments in that week, or oh, weekend, um, that I won't go into, but I, that made me laugh. Like, that that was kind of like... Oh, well, you'll it, go into that one. I'll go into that one, because yeah. the dog is licking her fanny. Don't say it again. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do it if so we do you, Do you think you're going to get, when you get another dog, or is it just too much to think about? Well, I don't moment? know. Well, the, the, the Lola, Lola's... Um, doesn't like other dogs, so we're kind of right. stuck with this shared ownership. So thing. if you're, we'll, we'll figure it out. If we'll you're walking Lola and another dog comes towards her, she doesn't like it. Any any dog she'll have a go at. Apart from like, there's a dog next door that if she sees a dog that's similar to that, like a cockapoo, black cockapoo, she's yeah. fine with. But all the other ones, I mean, she'll have a go at like Great Danes. But like, how does that manif- how does that manifest itself? <laughs> right, just giving having a little bark and uh, going for them. She's really. She's only little. She thinks she's because she's part of the pack and she has to be the leader of the pack and she feels like she's defending us. And I'm saying, Lola, don't worry about it. No, yeah, I can. I could fight upwards of a Labrador. I reckon. Sorry, downwards of a a Labrador. Yeah. Have I got any food in my teeth, boy? It doesn't matter. It's a podcast. I just want to check. I don't like having it. No. Um, and and so um, it's Thanksgiving today, Peter. It is. I'm American. thankful for dogs. Well, if I was going to say to you, I mean, yeah. you, you want, you want thank- the heart I have access to is thankful for dogs. Are you at that place that you can at least kind of be thankful for the time you spent with with uh, Buckley? No, still Buckley? very sad. Okay. Annoyed. Well, that will come in time. Have to end. I think so. Yes, it will come in time. Thanks yeah. for sharing it with us, though, because I think that's a really nice thing to do. That's all right. I mean, I could have gone into it deeper, but um, I, I don't want to. <laughs> Show it off. And is that why you've worn a bright pink blazer today, just to kind of lift your mood? Lift me mood, yeah. Trying to cheer myself up a little bit, yeah. Are you coming to work as well, so good for you? I'm, I'm coming to work, yeah. Well, some people would cry off, wouldn't they? The, um, uh, um, yeah, I've just got some wires to... Uh, my wires are here. I, wa- I once interviewed... Some of my wires um, are here. I once... In- true, actually, yeah. That's, seek solace in wires. And wrap yourself <laughs> in them. I, I once interviewed Premier, ex-Premier League football player Chris Kirkland in his home, mm. not long after his dog had passed away. Mm. And he got really sad about it, and I didn't really know what to do. Mm. Did you go? Did you sort of look, I'd never l- met look him away? I, well, I'd never met him before. And I, I, was, I was astonished how, uh, how, yeah. how how hard it hits you. He was um, fine about it stuff, yeah. but it just felt a bit. It was. I felt. I felt very intrusive. Right. But I didn't mean to. Because what it was. This is basically page one stuff of what you don't do warming up for an interview with someone you don't know. Asking about oh, their dog. You got that's a nice dog. Yeah, yeah. She's got it actually. Puppy. Yeah, new one. All right. Yeah. Oh, do you old, uh, what happened to your old one? Oh, no. Don't say that. I didn't know what I was saying. No, like, don't ask what happened to the old one. And then it just it was just a really oh. poor... That was one of the worst sound... One of the worst levels tests that's <laughs> ever been done. Can I get a mic check? Can you stop crying on the mic, please, Chris? <laughs> Can you count to ten? You big, you big tall goalkeeper. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Chris is cra- was a lovely, lovely man, and I'm sure he won't even remember that now. But, I enjoy um, the image of... It was tough. I would enjoy the... I, I think you are the perfect... Um, you're kind of goalkeeper, approaching goalkeeper height, you would say. So I think... He's taller than me. I yeah. think having, I think you interviewing, because when like Jules interviews very tall people, box. it's funny. Just stand in the box. It's very funny. And it's still funny. <laughs> it's still funny. Yeah, when she was doing that stuff with Mark Schwartz, she'd be in a box the whole time. <laughs> Who chose that? Tom Cruise energy. At no point did they go, Jules is five foot one, yeah. <laughs> and Mark Schwartz is seven foot. Yeah, but they didn't, I don't think they, that's like not how Nick... they plan programs, is it? No, but they would sort of go, we got, this is a television, this is a television aesthetic, this is going to look like Mick Fleetwood and Sam Fox at the Brits. 
It was like Mick Copley with Sam Fox a little bit. <laughs> but better. Yeah. Um, more, uh, true, it's got to be factored in. Yeah. I think as long as they're standing in one place, she can always just jump on a little box and it's fine. That's true. Um, if you look on this photo outside the studio on the wall, it's a picture of me and Chris Kirk and Arthur interview, and these little dogs in there. The dog got in the photo. You can't really see it because the dog's black, but if you look closer, you can see it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it's in the uh, drawer I just opened. Oh, really? Yeah. It's it's got the, taken Because I just saw it a second ago. Why, who took it down? I don't know. Who doesn't respect, why don't people respect my work anymore? It was probably, we know exactly who it was. John. 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 Was it? John. Of course it was. Fiddling. <laughs> always fiddling with stuff. You're always fiddling well, in a different bones. way. You're always fiddling in a different well, way. I locked the door. I did the good grace of locking the door. I get, the, I get, I get basically a crescent of photocopies of your Chris Cartland picture. And uh, yeah, just have a little fiddle. <laughs> nice. Um, by the way, you'd be proud of me. The other, this, this is what something happened the other day, okay. which I'm not particularly proud of, but I'll tell you the story, mm. and then it ends in quite a, an interesting... Did you headshot a noob on PUBG? Oh, I've been doing a lot Mate, of that. Mate, noob in it. Have you seen Who's that? Who's a noob in PUBG in 2022? There, That's a question. On my PUBG stream, right, <laughs> there was a video from Monday the... I'm going to say Monday the 7th of November. Right. There's a game in that, a game in that stream, possibly the first game, where I took out two squads on my own. Right, okay. On the stream while everyone was watching. I've, mm. I I, probably have been prouder in my career, but I can't think not of far, when. Yeah, not, yeah, not, certainly not yeah. recently. If you could uh, suddenly, so if, if you out. could ask Chris Kirkland about it, do you clip them up? Didn't put them on Someone, your little... The, the, um, the, the viewers clip them up for you. What? They, do do, they? they put clips up there, yeah. Huh. Yeah, you can clip it up. I, think... I thought, what, so they choose the clips that they like? Yeah. And then that just appears on your thing? Yeah, and under the clip section, yeah. Yeah, I had no good. idea, but I was because it's live on camera and live on mic. Mm. I surprised myself doing it. Right, so I didn't know what to do. Right, so I was just like, so your face is the camera. Yeah, so you imagine I'm looking into the camera. Mm. I, just, I was just like, I was like this. I just did it. I was like, yeah, great. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, look, looking at you, looking at the camera the whole time. I didn't know what to do. But anyway, there was a guy who did um, three. I think I think it was three hundred goes. It was a Twitch Twitch streamer. He defeated seven. Dark Souls games completely unscathed didn't take a hit right wow now even if you're not familiar with Dark Souls finishing seven video games without taking a single hit in a run yeah it's you know? amazing so each game is like 30 hours or what, I, I think you know wow. you, prob- you could probably beat them quicker well, that, but, but it wasn't streaming done, the whole time yeah and he's done seven of them in you know concurrently and on each one he's not taken a hit it's consecutively you mean not sorry concurrent. what did I say yeah, sorry not concurrently yeah. that'd, be, that'd be even more amazing but yeah, yeah Seven Souls games completely and Dark Souls games are known as being hard. fucking hardest games ever so check my stream out Luke yeah. Aaron Moore on Twitch it's nothing like nothing that nothing like that um, right, yeah. so I'm in the living room and um, there's a basket um, of blankets Mm. And it's like one of those things where obviously the basket is there, mm. it's got blankets in it. You regularly get the blankets out of it and put them back, but you never move the basket, right? Yeah. And because uh, you know, why would you? And um, and uh, so I pulled the blankets out of the basket. So I was looking for something, and the basket at the bottom had got all um, had got all kind of because um, it's made of like um, it's like woven. Mm. Oh, how, do I, how do I describe it? Like a woven straw, straw kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. yeah. So and it's just old. And then the Wi-Fi I've actually brought it over when she moved here and she'd had it for ages. So anyway, we ended up just, we were going to chuck it away. So we chucked it away and then we hoovered around it all underneath it and stuff. But while I was there, I was in a bit of a role because I moved the basket away. Behind the basket was a big wire basket of, of wires. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Went through all them, baby boy. Went through. Chucked about, chucked chucked about 15 out. <laughs> and um, some of them I had never seen before. I don't know what they did. But every single decision I made, mm. like um, whacking Phoenix's character in Gladiator, 
thumb up or thumb down, mm. every single decision I made about the future of each of those wires, I thought about you. It's interesting, isn't it, what people... Think, like when someone sees something, they they think about a single person. You know what I mean. When the, way, I, the way your memory works. Yeah. Whenever I see, uh, is it is it Michael Myers? Which one's Halloween? Halloween. Halloween is Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Jason is the, Voorhees is Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's, yeah. Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. So yes, it is Halloween. It is yeah. Michael Myers. I get them too mixed. So one's a hockey mask. One's just a big rubber mask, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, whenever I see that mask, I think of uh, a lad called Daniel Krupa who went. I know him, who, yeah. yeah, you remember. And uh, you. Um, and he, a couple of times, has dressed up as, as, as Michael Myers for, for something, right? Mm-hmm. But when I see a Michael Myers mask on someone else's Instagram page, I think, oh, they're hanging out. <laughs> that's where your mind, that's where your mind goes. So yeah. that, that character is always indelibly kind of inked on my head that, 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 that's that person. But of course it isn't, because Michael Myers, a very popular Halloween costume. Yeah. And he can't be everywhere. No, he can't. Daniel. Um, don't make that mistake and it'd be the real one. You'd be in big, tr- <laughs> you'd be in big trouble. Oh, Daniel, what's going on? Although Where's think, your dog? Although I think he's... Um, been killed off finally now after about 24 films I think he's finally been killed right? Jamie okay. Lee Curtis went for one last payday baby <laughs> but um moderate payday speak, speaking of um, memory of chil- children's uh, memories so I was in Rye a couple of weeks ago with uh, uh, um, in um, Sussex um, it's, Canberra um, Sands you've been in Canberra Sands, Sands right? it's, right, it's yes, the yes, town yes, next yes, to Canberra yes, Sands right Be- beautiful town mm. um, I used to go there quite a lot for ATP but mm. I never went into the town um, I did a couple of times and you're right it is lovely and um, so we spent a weekend there and next to the place we were staying was this old-fashioned sweet shop. Mm. So you walk into the sweet shop, yeah, and um, it's all those jars, of yeah. Different, and you buy, a, and it used to be you buy a quarter of an ounce or whatever it was, a quarter of an ounce, a quarter yeah, of a pound, quarter, yeah, 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 yeah. And now it's hundred grams. Mm. Yeah, bloody, oi, get Brexit done, all right? Yeah. Um, metric measurements these days. So we walked past it and it was open. We didn't go in. And I thought I said to I said to Mimi, look, we got to go there because when I was a kid on the way home to school, in my mind this happened every night, but it probably didn't. It probably mm. happened once every you know, three months. We'd go in this. Sweet shop, exactly like this sweet shop, and we'd get um, choc nibs and toffee crumble, right? A quarter of each, and I think mm. it'd be like fifty p each. And so me was like, "Yeah, you know, stop, you know, crap story, shut up." But yeah, we'll do it. Um, so the next day we did it. We were really busy, and we got there just before it closed. And uh, <laughs> this is the same. I'm really busy in Rye. Yeah, well, don't ask me what I was doing, but I felt <laughs> like I was busy. Uh, and um, we got to the sweet shop, and we meant to open the door, mm. but it wouldn't open. Right, I the top magical half, tree, magical sweet well, shop. Listen, I know the top half of it would open. Harry Potter, like a saloon door. Right, uh, what, what they call it? A horse a, a stable door. Stable, stable door. Horse yeah. pops his head yeah. out and goes, "I am the sweet shop horse." It wasn't a. It wasn't. I've a eaten horse. all the sugar cubes. You can't have any of those. It turned out to be a very right wing man who wanted to have a conversation mm-hmm. about American politics when he heard my wife's American accent. Okay, and then obviously, you know, I I, I don't like to mention this, but I've got um. You know, some various some formal training academic in the qualifications matter. in the era right. and um, he started talking to us first thing he said I mean bear in mind he's, he's a guy who's retired we found out a bit more about him he worked for the BBC he left the BBC because he was the only right wing man at the BBC and <laughs> right. he got pissed off that kind of story yeah, yeah, yeah. he's in his 70s right and he's opened up a, a sweet shop yeah um, I, I, to lure the, Americans in. I was about to say, yeah, what's it? I'm not going to name him, but I'm pretty sure you're going to find out who it is <laughs> <laughs> in, the, in the tiny village of Rye. Yeah, right. um, and, Rye and, and, sweet and, shop. I'm googling it, and he wanted to talk about it. Yeah, and uh, guess what? The first question he asked my wife, who he'd never met before, uh, something about Trump. Yeah, right. what do you think about Donald Trump then? <laughs> I thought to myself, in Rye, in East Sussex, of all places, mm. I genuinely just want a hundred grams of toffee crumble. Yeah, which all I've asked for, mm. and it took him about twenty minutes to do it. And the whole time he was talking about right wing people at the BBC, 
Donald Trump, mm. all the rest of it. He wasn't a bad person, and I don't think he was as right wing as he was making out because but, he just yeah. did it for effect. I, I but it was like it was just quite tedious, and it went on for ages, and I couldn't. Feel, I didn't feel like I could leave. I'm I'm looking at it. Is that the uh, is that the front? Is that the front? Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. a boy. Um, uh, review. Uh, what selection? Fabulous visit. Um, the shopkeeper is delightful. That was me. That was. <laughs> That's my review. The sweets were fantastic. Our experience was a pleasure. And we left the shop with smiles on our faces. It was a kind of shop, Pete, that you would you would have spent about 50 quid in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Oh, and- grum- oh here we go. Grumpy Fussy Honor. Well, this has gone downhill, even from the other reviews. <laughs> so uh, that wasn't me. I, no. I don't post negative reviews on the internet. Yeah. The server was a Scrooge-like crotchety older man. <laughs> it was Mr. <laughs> made me feel rather sad for him. Misanthropy was... is misanthropy is probably. I don't want to. I want to throw mm. fuel on that fire because mm. it's not right. But I, I um, it was a, memor- thing, it was but... a memorable encounter owing to the contrast of an old curmudgeon serving confection fire a stable door. <laughs> is that honestly what they're saying? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I requested Pontefract cakes. They were disappointing. Midget gems tasted off in Virgo. <laughs> Oh, there's no... Listen, I'm not having that. There was nothing wrong with the quality of the produce. Victor Meldrew lives in Rye. He was so grumpy. <laughs> this is brilliant. Yeah. Oh, lovely. So anyway... Good. What I wanted to say is... <laughs> it, really, it really made me laugh because this is a really... I think this is a really interesting part of British society that I want to tap into because... Right. Have I told you about the... <laughs> Miserable... Um, stop it now. Have I told you about the Caribbean takeaway on in West Norwood? You have not. So Caribbean takeaway in West Norwood, where the guy who runs it is so grumpy, he won't have anyone on the premises. How's that work? So you have to, he's put a table across the open, across the door mm. and you have to shout your order in and wait on the street. <laughs> right, and okay. So he, he basically hates the general public, but he's mm. got a customer service role and his home business depends on it. <laughs> and, and what's actually happened, mm. it's a good thing for him, but it's also ironic because, because everyone has to wait out on the street, everyone who goes past thinks it's really busy. Right, okay, so yeah. everyone yeah, wants yeah. a piece of it. Yeah, so yeah. now it's like an absolute institution. Like, mm. it, every time I walk past, it's on the way back from the train station to my house, there will be, honestly, mate, no joke, on a Saturday night or Saturday evening, there will sometimes be 30 people on the street outside. Mm. But that's the totality of his customers because no yeah, one's allowed yeah. inside. Right. And I just thought to myself, you've made yourself really popular inversely by being really grumpy. Being grumpy, yeah, And if yeah. you had been really nice and let people back into your shop after COVID. Nobody would want you. No. Yeah. And so he doesn't know... Treat him mean, keep him keen. And I told this story to Andy Brassel, also mm. of this parish, and he told me... He said, where is it? I want some. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he did actually say that. He said he would like to go there. And I've eaten there and it's nice. Mm. Um, and they're kind of, you know, it's a takeaway, but it's nice for a takeaway. And uh, he said to me, there used to be a shop in Tooting called Mr. Video, where you'd rent... It was like, it was like, it was like an independent blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. And he said to me that sometimes you don't go in there, ask for a video, and the owner, if he didn't have it, tell you to fuck off. <laughs> And I just thought, it's great. There must be people all over Britain running shops <laughs> yes. and the public. So if you've got one or you know about yeah. them, hello at lukeandpictures.com. I want to hear about it because that is, the one, in my opinion, one of the great bits of British life. June 2019. Yeah. Somebody writing from California. The man here went out of his way to be rude. We came in and began to buy candy from him. When he heard the American accent, he started in on how much he loves our current president and why. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even making this up, are you? Yeah, it was clear by a snarky grin and persistence he was goading us. He wasn't goading you. No, he, he genuinely does loves genuinely him. Genuinely yeah. love uh, Donald Trump. Yeah, uh, isn't that funny that he does that with everyone? And the sweets are very stale. They're very popped in to buy some sugar-free sweets and some others. Never again. How long have you been diabetic? He asked. 
He then commented on the side effects and said, fortunately, he never had to clear up the mess. Offensive and completely inappropriate remark. Oh, my God, I so want to be in this fucking sweet shop. It sounds brilliant. I, I don't want to defend him because the experience I had was odd. <laughs> uh, but you know me, I'm not someone who cares about an odd conversation. But um, his sweets weren't stale. Yeah. The product, in my experience, was fine. It was fine. Okay, well, there's, there's one in um, from Brighton, uh, October 27, that ends with a sentence, what was supposed to be a positive family doubt for my terminally ill granddad was rather spoilt. <laughs> my God. <laughs> It's crazy, isn't what it? What a treat. It's crazy. Get it's yourself almost... down right. Just Google rye sweet shop. It's almost worth a special trip. And it's the one uh, with the all of the sweets in the front. Yeah. Those jars kick around for ages, though, don't they? You've can't I... be. You got to have those sweets for like three years. I bought my own jar of toffee crumble, three kilograms of it for 12 quid. Toffee crumble. I do like toffee crumble. It's, oh, it's so good. Peanut brittle, toffee crumble, toasted tea cakes, punt frat cakes, black midget gems. Mimi had the, the, Mimi the jazzies, the other little kind of... The jazzy, oh, the white milk chocolate with hundreds and thousands on. No, it's milk chocolate, not white chocolate. Sorry, white chocolate. No, it's, it's milk, milk chocolate. chocolate. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, right. They're called non-pareils in the for our US listeners. Non-pareils. Yeah. In, in, <laughs> in the UK, we call them jazzy. I like the. I like the. When we went to New York, we had, I had a lot of good and plenties. Good mm-hmm. and plenties. Good choice. Delicious. Um, take take a trip. The sweets are fine. Mm-hmm. Well, they were fine when I was there. Fine. The man. The chat is, was. Fucking sweet. <laughs> but the thing, the thing about him was because he was an ex BBC journalist and reporter, mm. he was quite engaging. Yeah, yeah, he had, yeah, he had a bit about him. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Which is quite interesting. Okay. Um, anyway, let's have a quick break. When we come back, we'll do some uh, batteries because it's Thursday, and that's what we do on a Thursday. All right, ta-ta. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. And we're back. It's the Luca Pete Show. Instead of big jars of sweets, we got big jars of deceased batteries. batteries. <laughs> we um, found in places. Do you want to do the usual? There was a bit of controversy Uh-oh. from uh, our friend Tom who tweeted saying... Um, referring to the latest episode he's listened to. Now, unfortunately, I don't have it to hand, the exact episode, but he said JA Batteries, Mm. which I said are a new player, aren't a new player. Tom says, I entered them last September at the same time. (laughs) 
this is the thing. This yeah. is the, this is if if nothing if this doesn't sum up the Luke and Peach, nothing does. I entered them last September at the same time as telling you about my grandpa looking for porn in our family WhatsApp <laughs> chat. <laughs> Which I do remember. Right, okay. So whoever got awarded the JA new player, you have to share it with Tom. Tom gets it as well. That's firmly in the Rory uh, doing the running order for the batteries. So no, because I, I check them, don't I? Right. Oh, so that's probably, fair. It's probably on yeah, me, yeah. yeah. But um, to be fair, it's JA. It's quite hard to find. Don't have a go at Rory as well, by the way, because he spent ages doing a lot of prep for Thanksgiving subjects and we didn't do any of them. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> all right, that's fine. Yeah, so give us the first that's battery. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was thinking that's about Thanksgiving. That's on you. That, no, that's on you. I was thinking about Thanksgiving. Uh, hello, gentlemen. I moved to Fukuoka, Japan in April of this year. Luke, I, if I could live anywhere, I would live in Fukuoka. Why is that? It is a little sort of coastal town south uh, like on the South Island, Kyushu, uh, in Japan, mm-hmm. and it's fucking lovely. The food is great. Mm-hmm. The people are really lovely. Very, very different. They're like kind of the northerners of Japan, in my opinion. Let me, let They're me, um, let me ask you this: What's stopping you? <laughs> What's stopping you? Exactly. Well, I wouldn't one day any, I wouldn't have any money. I couldn't afford anything. Could you? Um, could you, could you but legally, could you? Could you go and live there? No, you'd, I'd need a job. And yeah. like, imagine, imagine me. Yeah, it's hard to imagine. Me that, that t- trying to get a job at my age. For me, that's a hurdle you'll find very hard to <laughs> uh, I moved to Fukuoka, Japan in April of uh, this year, so I knew to keep my eyes out for new players. As I don't imagine many of your listeners have bought batteries in Japan before. Uh, this battery is uh, one I bought at a dollar store, or a 100 yen store to be uh, accurate. Uh, Mangan Kandenchi is uh, written in large characters on the side, but this means mangane- manganese dry battery. So uh, I don't think that's actually the name of the brand. I suppose the real name is simply the tiny logo of the 100 yen store in the top left. Seria, with their English title tagline underneath colour the days colour uh, the days that's nice. The days. that's nice uh, this is my first submission so I'm excited to see if it's a new player or not thank you for all the content Austin does this count as a rebranded uh, battery colour the days Seria yeah let's go fuck it Seria yeah, if it, it's, if, it's basically having an Asda battery isn't it so, uh, like our pound stretcher battery or something but, the, but is, is that okay if it is I can tell you whether it's a new player or not I think we've, I think we've flip flopped on it before but I'm, gonna, I'm in the flip camp considering we fucked up on the first one so I'm going to give them benefit of the doubt New player. New player. Well done, mate. Seria. Colour the days. Love that. Love that. There'll probably be a, an advert for um, Seria on uh, YouTube, no doubt. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Ian in Cyprus. Uh, Vinny. <laughs> Just Vinny. D. Uh, I took uh, our home officer's 10-year box of uh, dead batteries to the recycling, and I found these three among them. We've got uh, Fenya Tech, which I think we've had before, definitely. Uh, Chameleon, which I think we've had before. Uh, Vinny. We have had Vinny before as well, though, haven't we, Vinny D? Yeah, thank you for sending three in at once, Ian, Lovely. in Cyprus. I hope Cypress Cypriot is nice. batteries. I hope Cyprus is nice this time of year. Probably quite warm still, but maybe a bit windy. Um, none of those three, Vinny, Fenya Tech, or Chameleon, our new players, we've had them all before. Yeah. But thank you very much for sharing with us anyway. Oh, well, never mind. Um, we have got something from Peter. Hey, Peter. Uh, I'm currently in the sunny, sunny, oh dear, Montenegrin uh, capital, Podrocia. Podrocia? Podrocia? Yeah, I think Podrocia? Yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah. Oh dear. Do it again. Anyway, no, do it again. No, uh, and, <laughs> and I just realised that after uh, a week in the country, I haven't checked a single remote for crying out loud. So I cracked up my third-party uh, Melaconi TV remote to find a sultry pair of verbatim batteries. Now verbatim did used to do VHS tapes, didn't it? It's definitely a brand that I kind of recognise. Hmm. And I was so this is a tough one. So I was absolutely sure that there's no way this is a new player. Mm. Because I've definitely seen the brand before somewhere. Yeah. But there's no 
other evidence of it either in our Twitter page or in our email inbox. Mm. And so I'm going to have to give Peter the new player status. Ooh la la! Podgorica. 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 Yeah. Mm, delicious. Yeah. Anyway. So two new players, Peter. Well done. Out of three emails. Well done. Congratulations to everyone. Do you remember verbatim uh, uh, VHS tapes? I do. I think that's oh, probably where I remember them from, yeah. I do. Mm. VHS tapes generally were... It's kind of a wild thing because when you think back at it now, looking through the lens of the present mm. and speaking to some of our people listening who I know are probably quite a lot younger than us, mm. it's quite a mad phenomenon to think of how you used to go about doing that stuff. Mm. Because I remember being in trouble before as a kid, for taping over something that my mum wanted to watch yes, with something that I wanted to watch. <laughs> and and when you think about it, you had a VHS tape which had, what, how much runtime on it? I thought it was 240 minutes or something. Two and a half hours, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so, so two and a half hours. Could hold a, hold a, oh, could hold a hook. On long play, it could hold a couple of films, couldn't it? So you had long play and short play. Mm. You had video plus where you put the number in. Yes. Rather than set the time. But ultimately, what I used to have to do is fast forward to the end of my mum's programme Stop it there, have the video cassette still in the video player, then use time and date to say when I wanted it to start recording, make sure I left it plugged in but on standby, mm. and then it would re- possibly sometimes record it. <laughs> right? Yeah. You needed to get that, uh, what was it called? Where you, uh, it was a special chord you could type in. Video Plus, that's what video I'm saying. Plus, yeah, so yeah. later on, we got a Video Plus VCR, mm. where for those of you listening who don't know, maybe didn't even have it in other countries, I'm not sure, in the Radio Times, you'd find the programme and it give you the channel and the time at the bottom and have like an eight-digit number. Yeah. You'd type that into your VCR. And it would record it automatically. Well, it would record something automatically. <laughs> it would record and, that what was in that time slot automatically. Yeah, but sometimes even then it wouldn't be right. Right. And so you'd... And there would be nothing worse than being like, right, <laughs> I can't watch this tonight because it's on too late and my mum's have got to go to bed. Mm. Or it's a football match. It would always be a fucking football match and the football match would kick off at eight and you'd be too young to watch the whole thing. So you'd record the second half. No. No, didn't, didn't happen. Didn't always work. So, or it cut off the end of I something. I guess you had no access to find out where, who won or who lost. Well, I think my dad would probably tell me anyway. No, okay. But, but what I'm saying is it was sometimes cut off the end of a film. I remember, I remember a film... Oh, what was it? I want to say Kingpin, but I think it might have been... Later than that. Right. Where, Kingpin was quite adult, I seem to recall. Yeah, it was. It's a good it's, movie. Farrelly Brothers. Really funny. Labour oral sex, I seem to recall. It's but really not funny. Labor, not Labour. He does, and he also sucks off a bull. Have you not seen that scene? Uh, Where he's doing tasks around the Amish farm. That's right, And he says, right, I've got yeah. up early and took a little bit of milk in your cow for you. And the guy goes, we don't have a cow. We've got a bull and he's got a milk moustache. <laughs> and he goes, I'm just going to go brush my teeth. <laughs> anyway, anyway, cut off a film. I think it might have been Kingpin. Maybe mm. it wasn't. And I never knew what the end of that film was for a very long time afterwards. Okay. Because the old internet wasn't working. The old internet, you had no idea. Um, I was looking for, uh, on YouTube, um, while you were telling us about your foul uh, VHS stories, um, and I was trying to find that uh, Seria um, 100 yen store advert, because I thought there's probably something, you know, there's probably a cool uh, jingle. Because, like, some of the best kind of jingles are the second-hand or really cheap shops in Japan. There's some, there's, right. a, there's, a, there's a brand called um, Hard Off, uh, inexplicably, and they, they, they do, do and second-hand goods, basically. It's like kind of like old guitars or chesses yeah. or whatever they've got. Air guns, big into air guns for some reason. Right. And, uh, and... Uh, a book off as well. They sell um, secondhand uh, 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 books, and, and, and they're usually pretty well, um, pretty, pretty well looked after. Anyway, the um, this is the this is the theme tune to uh, Hard Off. It's not licensed, but 
Sounds like an elevator music, but yeah, that's music. It just plays in the shop all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. But I was looking for uh, Seria, uh, and this, is, uh, this isn't uh, Seria, but um, describe what's happening. So there are a lot of, um, I think, actors uh, from a film uh, that are on stage at some kind of uh, event. She's got a bow tie. Some kind of event. Guy, on, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, there are some other people from, from the film yeah. uh, that it pulls out. And, the Tokyo uh, International Film Festival. The Tokyo International Film Festival. Yeah. And uh, then... <laughs> A, a, a mascot with a giant eye and a big sexy mouth and a big mouth has turned on. up and he's touching he's touching the ankle of the lady that's the lady what, he's like the Mr. Blobby of Japan they don't help themselves the Japanese I and that clicked, kind of stuff I clicked on it and that was the first thing that came up if, if you were, what is that monstrosity if someone was in the pub and described that scene and said that's what Japan's like you go you can't say that's racist you can't, <laughs> you can't don't be so stereotypical about people I typed in one of their more famous shops yeah and, and that was what, what came got. up I'm just saying, sometimes people, don't, sometimes people don't help themselves. They don't you know help themselves. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like when I've been eating like, absolute dross of, a, of an evening and I come in, I've got a bad tummy. You go, Pete, you don't help yourself. You don't help yourself. You've got this reputation for a reason. Right. You keep being sick down your front. I told you, but I did a Pete Donaldson last night. I told you. Oh, night. you did? You made like a horrible Yeah, I, I tried to make, I tried to make, um, I started off with honest intentions, tried to mm. make a panko breadcrumb sea bass recipe. Yeah. And then when I got to the bit about opening the sea bass, it was mm. fucking off. Right. Which I guess can just happen with fish, I suppose. Mm. And um, so I had to, I had to um, improvise. So then by that time, it, by the time I got through the whole situation, the Wi-Fi I have access to decided that she wasn't hungry anymore. Mm. So I ate all the, all the chopped potatoes myself, chucked a load of pork mince on top and just had chilli cheese fries. <laughs> and this morning, I felt dreadful. Right, okay. Um, and I thought to myself, this is what Pete feels like, what, three times a week? Should have had the bass. <laughs> Yeah, just eat it anyway. Was it that was it that off that it would like it just started singing? Take no. me to the river. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like big mouth, Billy, Billy Bass. Big mouth. Uh, well, it's one of those ones where you know you pull the plastic back off the packet <laughs> and you just get a whiff. And you're yeah, like, whoa! It, it like a ton of cats bricks. aren't even having that. It hits you like a ton of bricks. Blech. Yeah, and it's funny actually. You said that because both my cats didn't come anywhere near it. They'd normally come Wild. flying in, but they didn't. Um, so that's what I went through last Ooh, night. But before we go, on. we are going to go. But before we do, I just want to um, give the last word to our friend Connor, who sent us a tweet a couple of days ago. Um, I think, um, actually, no, it might have been a week ago or so because we did mention it on the maybe the most recent show. Mm. He said, I love listening to the Luke and Pete show, but I tend to let them build so I can listen to them for a few years. Just gone to play them uh, November 2021. Um, I may have left it a bit long. Uh, so he's got a year's worth of shows to listen to. Connor then followed up four days later saying, I'm already on March. Hopefully at this rate, I'll be up to date by the end of the month. <laughs> what is that man going through? In a week, he's listened to six months worth of You Compete shows. Yeah. I mean, I've I've done that with um, better shows, and even then it's ba- bad and hard. I can't think of a better can't show. Can't think right of a better show. I, know I can't think of any, many, many so myself. But... In four days, mm. if you go 30, so it's basically 60 minutes a week, right? Mm. And he's listened, so he's listened to 1,560 um Minutes of, of a Luke and Pete show in the last four days. It's, it's in it. It, it. You need to be sectioned. <laughs> just, you need to just go in, like be protected from yourself. I think. What must he, What must his opinions be like now? I know. I Absolutely know. outrageous. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's get out of here. We will be back on Monday. We hope you've had a lovely Thanksgiving. It's unlikely you're going to be listening to this on Thanksgiving Day, but if you are. Um, good luck to you. Enjoy your pies. If you're celebrating it. Enjoy and, your big turkey. Um, for the rest of you outside the US, um, thank you very much for listening just as much. Enjoy your steamed hams, asshole. Yeah, you're... Fucking <laughs> talking it. Fucking limey. You fucking limey. <laughs> and we'll see you all on Monday. Have a great weekend.
The Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.